to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Kia ora and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, growing independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora te welcome back to Empower. First off, I think I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who got in touch after last week's episode, which is fine by the way, and I'm fine, but um, I just wanted to extend my gratitude to those of you that were like... I hope you're all good because yeah, I'm fine. I was fine, but we all have those weeks where things are just super out the gate and nothing goes as they should have. And and actually I learned that I don't have to meticulously plan all of my podcast episodes perfectly. So that was actually quite helpful. There's always something positive that you can take from anything, no matter how horrendous it feels in the moment. So um, yeah, I just wanted to say a big thank you and say that I really appreciate you guys for reaching out to me. Anyways, in today's episode, I want to talk about not losing yourself in a relationship It's another one that's come up through working with my coaching clients and is definitely something that I think is really important no matter what your relationship status is. If you're single or dating or in a new relationship or in a long-term relationship, long, long long-term, maybe you're married. doesn't really matter what your relationship status is. It's something that's important for all of us. And it's also something that a lot of us are aware of. It's something that I personally have been aware of for as long as I can remember. And if you're anything like me when I'm single and I'm just this independent woman and I promise myself when I get into a relationship, I will not lose myself. I'm going to hold my own. I'm going to be the same, you know, bad bitch that I am at the moment. And that's kind of how I roll now. But I was saying that, you know, 10 years ago when I was a teenager and then Of course, what happened, I got into a relationship, like my first serious relationship, and very subtly, without me even realizing it, I absolutely 100% lost all of myself in that relationship. 
in the past. And I had no idea that that had even happened. Like I was still spouting off the, yeah, I'm an independent woman. I know who I am, blah, 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 blah. And then that relationship ended and it was like, (laughs) I was truly, I, I did, I had no idea who I was. I had no idea why I had all of these feelings especially in in respect of not really having a purpose, which kills me to admit, but it's the truth. I really felt that when that relationship ended, my whole future as I had planned it and my entire purpose (laughs) was, was over and done with. And I didn't know how I could move forward. So obviously losing yourself in a relationship is not where you want to be. But as I've kind of already alluded to, and I'll speak a little bit more about it as well, the lines can get very blurry, very fast. It's very insidious. So if you either aren't sure how to hold your own, or if you don't even have a strong gauge on your own relationship with yourself, as well as entering something new, perhaps, or having been in something for a while, and by something I mean like a relationship, it can be really hard to identify where you sit outside of that unit. So let's talk about it. That's what I want to talk about today. Really quickly though, just remember if you haven't downloaded it yet, I have my free personal development plan, which is available on my website, as well as a whole bunch of other free resources and the link to get in touch if you want to inquire about one-on-one coaching with me. That is all available to you on the website. I wholeheartedly admit I have been lagging on that front, (laughs) but I have a few really exciting plans that I'm working on at the moment and definitely into the new year that I'll launch then. So there'll be a little bit more in terms of resources for you guys. Anyways, losing yourself in a relationship is such a real fear. I think it's a fear both for people that are in relationships and kind of have never experienced it before, but also for those of us like myself who have experienced it, the fear is like 10 times worse because you know what it feels like to go through the aftermath of a relationship that has failed and you're trying to like pick up pieces of your life and you're asking like, who am I? (laughs) Why am I here? What is my purpose? And it kills me again to admit that that was me, but it's it's real and it's common and people go through it. So the reason I'm even making this episode is because I want to help those of you that really just don't want to find themselves in this position. Okay. Please don't do what I did. (laughs) And let me talk a little bit more about that. Let me expose myself even more so because (laughs) why not? I definitely was always someone that claimed to be super independent. And I would say to the outside world, probably came across quite similarly to the way that I come across now. However, on the inside, that wasn't how I felt about myself. It was the narrative and I think perhaps even the character that I at that point was playing because it's who I wanted to be. I wanted to believe that I was absolutely this independent woman who didn't need a man and was very comfortable no matter what the situation was and no matter who I was in a relationship with, like if things end, they end. It's just the way that it is, Um, but it's not going to end my life. And then it happened and it wasn't my reality. I just think we really underestimate how easy it is to lose yourself in a relationship. I think when you really care about someone you want them to be happy and you prioritize their happiness 
And then sooner or later, you start prioritizing their happiness over yours and you start making sure their needs are catered to before your own. And you tell yourself that that is because you are a loving partner. You are a good partner. You don't want to let your other half down, even though in the process of making sure that you're not letting them down, you very well may be letting yourself down. And then the other side of the coin for that as well is that if you are with someone who is either toxic or useless or maybe both, and they have observed themselves that you are a bit different, like you're not the same person that you were at the start of this relationship, but if it's serving them, If it means that they get everything that they need and want out of you, they become your priority. They don't have to worry about you because you can just deal with all of your own stuff on your own. Again, if they are toxic or useless, why would they want anything to change if that's what's serving them? Why would they flag that to you and say, you know what? I'm a little bit concerned that you're starting to get maybe over-invested in this relationship and I want to make sure that you have your own identity and you're your own person and you do your own stuff separate to me. That's what like a healthy partner would say, but not every relationship is like that. So that's something to think about as well. And I think for me personally, it wasn't even so much like, yeah, it sucked. Like being cheated on sucks. (laughs) A relationship ending when you hadn't anticipated it to end, that also sucks. But the worst part of that whole situation for me, and this was years ago, right? I I still remember these feelings quite intensely in the same way that they impacted me at the time. The worst part was the way that I felt about myself. I was confused that I was so devastated that this relationship had ended because it was not the person that I was portraying myself to be. And I felt really disappointed in myself for not being able to be like, you know what, peace, I'm out, thanks. (laughs) Our time is done and I'm cool with it. It's just not the way that I thought I would react. And so, I mean, that in itself was definitely a big red flag to me that, okay, whenever the time comes that you are going to enter into a new relationship, you better have a better way of dealing with this. Like you better not give so much of yourself to this person whoever that person is, that God forbid, if it isn't successful again, you're again left trying to pick up the pieces of this person that you thought you were and trying to build something to to feel whole again. You need to enter a relationship at a point where you are whole. And if you have already entered that relationship, maybe prematurely, then you need to make yourself whole. Kia ora, just quickly, those of you who follow me on Instagram or TikTok will already know that I'm obsessed with my desk bird standing desk. I purchased it last year and when I tell you it is one of the best things that I have ever invested in, I work from home and I could not do it without my standing desk. So I'm super excited to let you know that I have partnered with Deskbird and you can use my discount code MIHI to get $40 off any desk purchase on their website. They are an investment and trust me when I say I did a lot of research into the best standing desk before I purchased mine and I truly believe they are the best on the market. Even better, they've got free shipping New Zealand wide and a 10 year warranty so why wouldn't you want to check them out? link and details in the description. I really started to get to know myself as well and again that took me a few years to really know what my standards are, be clear about my expectations, be clear about the things that are really important to me and that I was just never going to budge on 
And there were definitely a few situationships between that relationship and my relationship now where I was still working on that stuff. I thought I knew how to set boundaries and then I ended up in a situation with someone and I did not do that. So it was just, it's a process. It takes a little while, but you get there, you get there. And I think about the relationship that I'm in now and I don't talk about it a whole lot for a reason. That's kind of just our vibe. There's some things that I think you need to protect, especially from, you know, other people who don't need to be in your biz. But we've been together almost three years and it's different from the rest because it is the only relationship that I've been in where I have discovered more of myself. And in part, that has a lot to do with having a partner that supports me and my aspirations unconditionally. You know, I've started this podcast. I've done everything that I really care about. And I live this this mission-driven life now. That's all happened while I've been in this relationship. I also entered the relationship knowing a whole lot more about who I was, knowing a whole lot more about what I was willing to accept and what I wasn't willing to accept and what I wasn't going to compromise on and vice versa as well. Like it's not a one way street, the same for my partner. He's very much someone who can communicate exactly what he thinks and exactly what he wants. (laughs) And in all honesty, he is always the first person to tell me when I need to be more upfront and speaking my mind and holding my ground because naturally that wasn't something I did so much before him. Now that it's something I do more often, I love it. It's a part of myself that I had always wanted to lean into more, but just hadn't figured out how. Nothing is perfect. No situation is perfect, but you don't always need to lose yourself. I don't know if you guys can hear him right now. He's playing on his game. (laughs) You don't always need to lose yourself in a relationship. Some relationships can bring you closer to yourself. So what can you do? You want to avoid the situation. You don't want to end up finding that either you've already lost yourself or you're losing yourself in a relationship. So what do you do? You need to know who you are because when you really start to get to know yourself, you start giving out the same energy that you expect to receive. And you also start being unapologetically yourself. So people start really knowing what they're getting themselves into when they're dealing with you. You need to be brave and you need to put yourself first, even when it feels uncomfortable. If you are a people pleaser or someone who maybe even has a history of not having a voice or having a say, or you're polite because that's how you've been raised, that was very much how I was (laughs) and still am, to be fair, sometimes you really need to be brave and put yourself first. It is such an empowering, self-assured feeling to be able to speak your mind and always do it respectfully, obviously, but to have your own back because you should never be setting aside your own feelings for the sake of somebody else's feelings. You're not responsible for how anyone else feels. You're responsible for yourself. And the other really big one, just for all relationships, no matter what we're talking about, it's comms. And this is especially for those of you that maybe are listening that have been in a very long-term relationship. So it's been going on for a while. It's not like you're single and you're about to enter into a new relationship and you can bring all of this new thinking with you. You've got to you've got to adjust some things from the inside. So what you need to do is you need to communicate that it is very important to you to maintain your identity, that you've got your own life, your own goals, your own purpose, and you may need to start setting some boundaries with them. And obviously with boundaries, the most important thing is that they aren't broken. If you're with someone that seems to not take your boundaries seriously, 
then that's a red flag. But also, this is something no one really talks about as much when we're having the boundaries conversation. You need to communicate your why. I mean, you don't have to, but if you're in a relationship with someone, you know, you know each other more than, you know, someone down the street or, you know, someone at work. So communicating your why is really going to bring you closer and help build a better understanding of, you know, why maybe these boundaries weren't there before, but they're here now. And this is why, because I think a trap that we fall into is the expectation that your other half can read your mind. I don't know what's fed it, but I feel like it's not uncommon for people to enter relationships these days or maybe be in a relationship, having been in a relationship for a while. And there is this expectation that the right person will just know, like you won't have to tell them the right person will just know. And if they don't know, they're not the right person for you. And maybe that's true. Like that should be true. The person that you're with should know you better than anyone else, but not everyone's perfect. Maybe they get it right 99% of the time, but there's always that extra 1% where maybe they are preoccupied with their own stuff or going through their own thing and they're not able to show up for you in the way that you want, or they're not able to adhere to your boundary in the way that you would like them to. And maybe you feel disappointed in that, but you always need to ask yourself, number one, have I communicated this boundary to them? And number two, have I communicated why it's important to me? It's that second one. We get lost on it often because we feel like it's enough to say, I can't set aside Saturday afternoon for us to do that thing that we normally do because I don't have time to do it anymore. But have you communicated why? (laughs) Or are they just like, okay, geez, that's fine. You need to be able to communicate why. I can't do that thing that we normally had time set aside to do because... I am now taking that time to prioritize myself because I'm feeling a lot less connected to myself than normal. And I want to bring the best of myself to this relationship. And I can't do that if, if I feel like I'm losing myself, you know, just a little bit of explanation, just some detail. You don't have to go super into it, but that helps build a bit more of an understanding. And then everyone feels like they get what's going on and there's no confusion. You know, it doesn't need to be a big song and dance, but people don't know what they don't know. And assuming that people think the same way that you do isn't helpful and it isn't fair. Clear communication is really important. Communicate what, communicate why, sometimes communicate how. And the only other thing that I really want to touch on as well is making sure that you don't go too far in the other direction. And this is what happened when I first got into my current relationship. If you are so hell-bent on not Losing yourself in a relationship, it is also very easy to put your walls up super, super high, not make yourself vulnerable. It's a protection mechanism and that makes sense. It's understandable, but it's not necessarily going to help your relationship. So find the balance. That's all I'm saying. Find the balance. Anyways, it doesn't matter where you're at. Whether you are single, again, whether you're in a relationship, even whether you're in a relationship and you've kind of realized through listening to this episode that you might have lost yourself a little bit, you're still there. You're still behind everything. You've been there the whole time. You just need to figure out how to give that person a voice again. And if that person doesn't know how to use their voice or what they're even supposed to say, because maybe they have lost their sense of self, start asking yourself these questions. What do you believe in? What are your values? How do you treat people and how do you expect to be treated? What will you 
refuse to stand for? What kind of example do you want to be setting for the people around you? And if anyone tells you that you're selfish for making these moves or for switching up your thinking a little bit, you aren't and they are wrong. You don't need to lose yourself to save or fix a relationship and anyone that tells you otherwise is bad for you. Sorry, (laughs) but that is a chat for another day. So on that note, I will love you and leave you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that you've taken time out of your day to listen to me. So make sure you do something kind for yourself and I will chat to you next week.